Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matthew Chuck, kind enough to join us now that the season is over for him. Matthew, how you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me, as always. Good. Hey, Matthew, look, uh, let's dive back a little bit uh, towards the beginning of the season. Your first season down in South Florida, quite a change from playing up in Calgary. Uh, you know, what was your feel? What were your initial feelings when you get down to Florida? Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty pretty crazy change i would say just just how life is off the ice is pretty night and day different but um at the end of the day like doing you know what i love best and playing hockey and competing um it didn't take very long for me to to really gel with the teammates like they were so good and it kind of happened like in training camp and um and then once you get in the games and the season the swing of things like it's just you know it's like you're You've been playing with these guys forever, for forever, you know? So um, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by such great guys on that team that that really made it easy for me to gel with them really fast. So Paul Maurice coached against me when I played junior hockey. He was just a young guy, and then obviously he got started early in the NHL. But honestly, Matthew, he's always been one of the best communicators I've ever heard in the NHL. Watching his pressers are always a lot of fun. But playing for him, how did you like – Paul Maurice as a coach. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I mean, there's no there's no secret that uh, he's a very big reason why I've become a lot better as a player. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody talks about, you know, as a player, you know, being put in the right situations and, you know, all that, and, um, which is very true. He, he treated me great and then did put me in a lot of great positions to succeed. But um, I think it was a lot bigger than that. And, yeah, I mean, I can I can sit here right now, like after the way the season went, and and kind of not knowing a whole lot about him or you know some of the players going into the season. And at the end of the day, I, I'm sure he made every single player in that locker room, including myself, a lot better hockey player. So um, we owe him a lot for that. Matthew Kachuk joining us right now in the fast lane on 101 at ESPN. Matthew, what was the most challenging part about reaching the cup this year? I just don't think people realize like what each player, um, you know, probably goes through to, to play or what you have to go through just to win a series or even just win a game in the series. Um, you know, luck is a big part of it. Health is a big part of it. Just riding the pause momentum is a big part of it. And, um, but I think the hardest part for us was getting in, um, let alone the playoffs, uh, you know, besides the playoffs itself, like just, just getting in was the hardest part, I thought. So um, playing playoff hockey since January 1st, basically, to, to get in. And, um, you know, like we, we, we were really behind the eight, but we were 11 or 12 points back with a month or two until playoffs. So, and we knew we had such a great team and such a great group of guys, and the talent level is, is ridiculous on that team. And um, 
we just had to get in, and that was going to be the hardest part, and we did, and we were able to do what we did. So you get in, and your reward for that is uh, the Boston Bruins, who are coming off the greatest season <laughs> in NHL history. What's the mindset going into that series, and what's the mindset when you guys get down 3-1 to one in that series? Yeah, even, you know, I don't think people really realize it too much, but we were – we clinched before the last game of the season and we were playing Carolina and I forget, I forget what the scenario was, but if we beat Carolina, you know, we were playing New Jersey or something. We weren't playing Boston and and nobody wanted to play Boston, right? You know, best team, like you said, in, in NHL history. And, and it was our first game of not really playing that intense playoff hockey that we played for the last few months. And we kind of let off, let our foot off the gas that last game. I, I mean, I think it was just maybe because we felt we were in, or I don't know what it was, but um, and we lost to we lost to Carolina, and our our you know reward for that was like you said, playing Boston, the greatest team that's uh, great regular team in, in NHL history, and playing there at the start, um, the, the atmosphere was great to start the series. They came out, they came out flying. They played a great game one. Um, you know, they took it to us. And then that game two is kind of where things started to turn for us a little bit, where we got the the momentum. And no, I wouldn't say momentum. I think it was more confident that we can beat these guys. We beat them in Boston, a place that we got smacked every game during the regular season. And um, we came back to Florida, and, and they're such a great hockey team. They took it to us for two games, and we're down 3-1 going back to Boston. It's like, oh, boy, like this is, you know, men against boys for the most part so far and and our mindset and you know so, you know starting with Paul's message and and everything was guys there is no chance that they want to come back down to Florida right now for game 6 like the season's over in their mind so who cares about the season or the series or whatever let's just make them come back on another flight down to Florida and that was our mindset going into that game 5 and we beat them and you know, then they had to come back down to Florida, and, and uh, we beat them again. And you know, then we went to went back up to Boston and, and won the series. So it's kind of those small messages that that helped us get momentum and get our, uh, you know, kind of get the ball rolling for us. Matthew, your dad uh, was one of the toughest players I ever played against for a lot of reasons. He is so skilled offensively. Uh, he was such a big, strong hockey player, and he was mean too. And you didn't know what version you were getting of Walt on any given night. I saw a lot of that in you in these playoffs. And just wondering what your mindset was in that Boston series, because not only did you contribute on the scoreboard, but it's like you flicked a switch, too, and you targeted a few players and started to physically get into their kitchen as well. And what was your mindset there? Well, I've always prided myself on that type of player. Like, I can play it any whichever style you'd like and I'm comfortable in any type of game, no matter how the game is going. So um, I think to that Boston series, a lot of what we were, I wouldn't say targeting, but a big part of our game was the forechuck and, and getting on their D and, and we talked about Jamie, you know, in playoffs, like it might not show in game, you know, two, three and four or five, even, you know, that some of their D are getting worn down or um, starting to turn over pucks, starting to affect them. And, and we played it like we got to wear these guys out for that one moment in game seven where it's going to turn for us. And it took till game seven and overtime for that moment. So I felt that our team and, and especially, you know, my line, you know, with Bennett 
leading the way there was really, really, really impactful. Um, you know, I thought he was you know, probably the best player in that, in that series for us. And, um, yeah, it, it took to game seven for us to wear him down and, and it worked. And, you know, we, we were moving on after that. And I think just learning that and playing that's, that's definitely not an easy style of play. Um, and then we go into the Toronto series and we wanted to mimic that exactly. I know, um, the puck wasn't going in like it was for myself in the Toronto series as it was, you know, in the Boston series. So to me, I just kind of looked myself in the mirror, like how can I impact this game in a positive way for my team? And, and so I, I was more physical in the Toronto series and probably a little more in your face than I was in the Boston series. But um, it's just kind of how the way each game goes. You never know how it's going to go. But I think, you know, myself and my line were able to play any style. Panthers star Matthew Kachuk joining us right now in the fast lane on 101 ESPN. Matthew, listening to you talk about wearing down opponents each round, especially when it came to whether it was Boston or Toronto who he played. It reminds me a lot of how the Blues did it in 2019, and I'm sure you you watched uh, all those games as well. Is that what it takes to win a Stanley Cup or to get to a Stanley Cup to wear physically wear teams down? Is it different in the in the uh, Cup run as opposed to the regular season? It definitely is different than the regular season, but but I think all teams are different. Like I, I don't think um, I think that hockey and playoffs you still needs a certain type of mindset to be successful but um i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's always you know i I don't think that that tampa you know they're not like a huge heavy you know hitting team but they're in your face and they don't give you time and they they beefed up a little bit and when they beefed up they won their cups you know so they learned and, and i think that's still the template for winning and and yeah, like you know, the Blues. I remember you know watching the Blues when they they won their Stanley Cup. That was that was what made them successful. They were a big, heavy physical team that just wore you down, wore you down. And it took you know until game six or seven in every series for them to win. So um, I think that's what it takes. I think that uh, we were definitely trending that way, our team. And then you know, unfortunately, uh, there was a you know, obviously a bunch of injuries that kind of happened towards you know, the Carolina series and into the Vegas series that, that hurt a little bit. But like I said, that's playoffs. That's, you know, it takes some luck to be successful in playoffs as well. And, and you know, you got to be lucky and be healthy, and that's a big part of it. Matthew, you became Mr. Clutch in these playoffs. And, you know, the, it's not easy for guys to be clutch in the big moments. So for you as, as a player, like when the lights are the brightest – are you sitting there going, okay, th- it, this is my time now? Or are you just instinctively continuing to play the way you always play and the puck just finds you? Because I, I always believe that the guys who perform in those moments, they are a different breed. They want the puck. Yeah, you definitely – it's a little bit of both. Like it's – you know, in, in your head you're not, you're not overthinking it you're doing everything that you've always done and playing the same way, but there's a little bit of a switch where it's like, okay, this is, this is the, the moment you've dreamed about your whole life. Like go make it happen sort of thing. And, and after that, it's just, it's instincts and it's all your preparation. Like it's all your practice that's led into it. It's all, you know, it, it's all the, the workouts you do in the summer to be you know conditioned enough to still be playing at a high level in the, in the overtimes and, and, you know, all the little things add up to it. But I don't think you're changing your game too much. You're not overdoing it or forcing plays. But 
I think the one thing that I learned this playoffs more than previous playoffs for me is, you know, I, I think when I was younger, I would maybe oversimplify it a bit. You know, you don't want to, you know, make that, you know, make sure you get every puck in deep, you know, all, all the little stuff that everybody says, that's still very important. But I think this playoffs, what I, what I wanted was I wanted to be that guy that made that play that made the difference, whether it was, you know, sometimes it, it could go the other way where you try to make a play and it, you know, it, it might, you know, end up in your end for a little bit longer, but I don't know. Like I, I just wanted to be that guy that made that difference and um, want to make that positive difference and make that, that play when everybody else is maybe gripping their stick or, um, I don't know, maybe not forcing it. I, I mean, you know, what the hell? Why not try to make that play? So um, that was kind of my mindset this year in the playoffs. All right, last thing I got for you here, and as, as a former player, we go through injuries. We battle through almost anything we possibly can to get a chance to lift that cup. And I know you uh, had a big injury in the final, and you attempted to play through it. Just for our listeners who maybe don't understand how it works uh, in the playoffs, specifically in the NHL, how hard was that? Because you had a broken clavicle, I believe, or a broken sternum, and you went out and played through that. How hard is that? Yeah, so I heard at the beginning of Game Three, and and when you when you get a little little bumper bruise during the game, whether it's you know something broken or you know just a bruise or whatever, like. You you can pretty pretty mo pretty much most of the time get through that game just based on your adrenaline and and everything. I mean, I think most most NHL players are uh, are you know playing through stuff you know during that game. Um, it's it, it really is all adrenaline and and I mean I couldn't really even though I had a lot of adrenaline going, I still couldn't really lift the puck or anything. And um, yeah, I guess kind of got lucky at the end of Game Three with being able to just tap one in with an open net. So. Then we ended up winning in overtime. So um, I actually felt I didn't do terrible uh, during that game of three when I was injured. But um, the next morning when you wake up, it, it really hits you. And that's when uh, you probably feel it the most. And um, I don't know, it was the Stanley Cup Finals. I had the mindset that, you know, you're going to have to – you're going to have to basically carry me off the ice if I wasn't going to play. And I think most guys would have that. And um, I attempted to play in game four and – um, you know, as the game wore, you know, wore down, I just was playing less and less just based on, you know, I couldn't really do anything out there. And I think it was probably showing, which, which is unfortunate. And, um, you know, I think the hardest part is, is going into game five, knowing that the best thing for the team is probably for you not to play. Um, you know, that's the hardest part. And, you know, unfortunately that's, uh, you know, kind of what what led to me not playing that game, but yeah, you know, I can hold my head high knowing I did absolutely everything I can to to try to play through it, and um, it's unfortunate. And you know, I think now I'm just it's it's not even you can't even put into words how motivated I am to get back there and and kind of change that ending for us. Well, you did awesome, man, and uh, I'm really proud of everything you've done, you and your brother. But this year in the playoffs, I was really proud to watch you and your success. So. Uh, get healthy, get back to it, and I can't wait to see what you're doing next year with the Florida Panthers. Yeah, thank you, guys. A few weeks off the ice here, and then we'll get those uh, those hands going again. All right, Jamie? <laughs> we get to the silky mitts coming up. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, Matthew. That's uh, Matthew Kuchok here in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN.